get this going. Welcome to Stodd. Welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna get this going, huh? <laughs> Welcome to Stop Skeletons from Podcasting Number Sixty Two. I am Grace, the one with the face, the beauty, and the brains. And this is. Uh, I guess I'm Derek, the body. The body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the soulless husk I drag around with me. That's Hello. me. That's me. <laughs> Welcome, Uncle Soulless Tusk. That's what up. Welcome so, to hey. the. The podcast. We're recording this uh, February twenty second, um, which is oh on two 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 Tuesday. Um, yeah, and uh, ha- happy two 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 Tuesday. Yeah, normally we, we would do this on the twenty first, but yeah. we had a um. But you know, this is a once in every two hundred year opportunity. Sure, <laughs> but I mean, also like, we we had a a tragic dog related mishap. Yeah, yesterday, and yes. so we needed to postpone. Kind today. of a, that the reason why we we're actually going to record the podcast yesterday later was because we were going to pick our dogs up uh, from the grooming place. We ended up having to pick them up a little earlier because the dog groomer, uh, you know, she, she let's, just, let's just say that like Dollop lost a little more than hair. Do- Dollop got <sighs> nipped. She got nipped. She got nipped right in the NFT. <laughs> yeah, right in the... <laughs> She's fine. She's yeah. under supervision. She's sleeping. She's been, yeah. She She's was, getting yeah. lots of treats. She's totally fine. And, uh, you know, she has she's wearing a coat because yeah. it's, it's snowing right now, which was a good time to decide to get her dog's haircut. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's I, snowing outside. This, You know, Seattle's an affluent area. It's a rich, like, area. There's so many dogs per capita. Lots of childless millennials like myself, I yeah. guess, who want to dote on their dogs. It is really hard to get a haircut appointment for your dog. Yeah, you got to schedule it like four months out. <laughs> Yeah, and so but I. The, but at the Petco, just walk on in, man. No, I I still had to schedule it a few months out. Really, I thought yeah. it was like a week or so. No, no. you take them there all the time. I thought just to get the, oh, just their nails. That's trimmed. for I I take them there to get their nails cut because I'm too weak. <laughs> My yeah. launch pad gets so dramatic, and I just can't do it. But uh, so I, I scheduled it a couple months out after. Oh shit, Miss. I, I accidentally I scheduled another appointment several months out at our normal place. I forgot about it like a bozo. And here yeah. we are. My <laughs> this is what happens when you, I guess, switch places. You get you get burned. Yeah, you get burned. But, but she's, it's she's OK. Fine. She's it's, fine. Yeah. We sent a picture to the vet and they're like, oh, that's not great, but she'll be all right. And, uh, uh, you know, she actually been wearing a coat inside that, that covers up her undercarriage there uh, where the accident happened mm-hmm. um or as i call it ground zero and uh nothing okay <laughs> well it's ground zero now i guess yeah exactly no. that's what i call it now as i've been calling because it since there, it happened there was elevation now ago. there's no elevation hello keep up okay keep I'm up there. with me right. um no and she's been wearing her you're jacket getting sea level and 9-11 confused again but to put you below sea <laughs> level right now <laughs> But Doll's wearing a coat. She hasn't really been scratching or licking at it. It seems like she just yeah. She she's just good, tired. She's a good pup. Yeah, she's doing all right. Um. So here we are. So that's why we're on late Tuesday. But we're here. Um, got the club going up on Tuesday. If you're listening after the fact, um, if you couldn't make it to the Patreon recording, or if you are just listening afterwards, uh, then you might not notice a difference because we usually release the podcast on Wednesday anyway, even though we promised to release it on Tuesday. I'm pretty good about doing Tuesday, but the last one uh, I was like the really last late. Several. The last, last one I was out like, uh, uh, like 
Did you go up on Friday? Oh, God, I don't know. Another news. Yo, this is Zebo video almost done. Yay, finally. L- literally, literally doing like the last VO. Um, Re-record. Re-records. Sent it to a Brazilian friend of ours. And uh, I know it's a stupid long video, but he didn't have a laundry list of like, well, he didn't say this right. He did this wrong. So I feel pretty confident that we tried to do Brazil right in the Zebo video. Yeah. Um. And so I'm feeling pretty confident going into that, but uh, it's it's definitely gonna come out before the next two 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 Tuesday. Yes, super two 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 Tuesday. Um, <laughs> but uh, Grace, have you heard the news? Hmm. Uh, that that big dumb Capcom countdown. Yeah. <laughs> so just it was start. either gonna be a Street Fighter or a Resident Evil or a Monster Hunter because that's all this company is anymore. Do you know? countdown started by the way i don't i feel like a week ago or so it just okay i wouldn't i didn't really give a shit to be honest and, it, and honestly except I, we do because every time capcom does something i assume it's going to be a resident evil 4 remake i'm just i've just been on pins and needles for like a year and a half just waiting for it to happen yeah i was actually i i feel like they need to announce some resident evil 8 dlc yeah come on what's going on resident evil 7 had so much dlc what if they put lady Oh wait, sorry. Well, then that's not exactly. That, that's honestly what. So they were blindsided by the whole uh, Lady D thing, Demetresque. It's weird to me that they didn't know that like a tall, well, I, I wanna, I wanna, busty lady wouldn't be popular. I want to talk about that with what the announcement actually ended up being, which was Street Fighter Six. Yeah. With a terrible logo. Terrible dumb logo. It's unfortunate. I am sympathetic, though, to the terrible logo because I have also been struck by a similar need to be more, I guess, like reader friendly. I don't, I don't even know to be more like I have tried to change our logo before and it has not worked. out. Yeah, <laughs> I will admit that it's we haven't uh, brought this up in a while, but actually back in 2019, we commissioned a whole new set of bumpers. And, and logo changes, but, but I'm not sure about the we. And then we ended up just like we, the channel was panicky, and we're like, we're not making a change. Right yeah, because 2019 was like a blah, fucking blah, blah. awful year. So we just like we uh paid, you know, Studio Goblin, our our friends, they did fantastic work. We had to be like, well, here's your money for your work, but we we're not going to use these. The difference between us and Capcom is that we paid an actual artist instead of buying something <laughs> off of Adobe Stock. <laughs> Yeah, and then like changing the color and then like adding a notification sign that you have six unread emails on it. <laughs> um, which, by the way, you, I can't even believe you noticed because you're the kind of monster who has like 12,000 unread email notifications on your. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, just whatever. phone. Yeah. Just ugh. whatever. You always that, has that, a million that, that, applications. That's if I want to like archive like all yeah. of my stuff and it's like, I don't know, do I want to do that? What if I just want to scroll through my emails and just be nostalgic? You spend an hour every day. Oh, my God. Looking at emails. I spend like 10 minutes (laughs) and then I like check Twitter and then I check, you know, news sites. And you're like, I can't believe you've been on your your emails for an hour. Mm -hmm. Uh But you know what? It's cool. They're making a Street Fighter 6, I guess. Well, what if they put Lady D in it? That would be great. That would, I mean, am I just a weird Resident Evil stand that's lost touch with reality? Yes. AKA a Resident Evil stand. <laughs> Sorry, I love the Resident Evil Reddit. It's fun. It's yeah, fun place. I, I just, I don't know. It's they, they, yeah, they, they should probably make another one, another Street Fighter. God, I would die. 
If they made a Lady D one, that would be so good. Oh, this made her as a character? Yeah. Well, then it would. If, if they did that, then I feel like they're kind of crossing into that. Is this Street Fighter or is this like Capcom versus Capcom in the same way that uh, Marvel versus Capcom situation? Well, why can't we just have fun? I know. Well, they got like Poison and Andor and stuff like that. Like they have like some Final Fight crossover, but yeah. not a lot. Like, Street Fighter is not known for quite going full Smash Bros, you know? I feel like that if you want to make yourself relevant as a fighting game, especially like a nostalgic fighting game in like 2022 or whatever, then that's the direction you should probably go in. It's just, let's just get people's nostalgia going. We'll just pretend anything Marvel related never happened because that's just more comfortable. And then, I don't know, just put in... Little Capcom things, little things you already have you'd hope, access to. You'd hope that, I mean, I, yeah, you just preach. I don't like, I, I have no response for you because mm-hmm. it sounds like, yes, I don't it know. It sounds I, great. I don't know. I think people would get excited. I also think that if you had uh, Lady D, you know, because she is like canonically like 12 feet tall, it'd be kind of difficult. I know there's I think, like some Well, she's not 12 feet tall. I think she's actually 10 feet tall. And isn't like Blanca like that tall? <laughs> If he stands up. If he stands up, but he doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, gets his like, back posture. She would be taller than Zangief, and that'd be a problem. Why? Or, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we got, this is the, the franchise that has poison kicking ass. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like we got precedent for lady representation. No, but you, that you're talking about, like, crossing the streams in terms of franchises. Poison, like, Final Fight and Street Fighter have been kind of like bed buddies for a while. Sure. And, and so no. that there's a precedent for that. Well, I guess I and I didn't mean that precedent in a uh, genre like a a a skew cost crossing way. I meant representation in a we're going to allow a lady to be taller than a man way. Mm-hmm. Oh, because <laughs> that's I'm what not, I thought you guys is, were upset. No, I'm, t- I'm, t- upset I'm talking about this like logistically like her being bigger than other players would be kind of hard to do. How far back do you pull the camera? Right. Like, do you have to shrink her down a little bit so that you could physically fit her without her like being in the UI? I'm just talking about like Plus logistics. She has to change into like a dragon during her super. And that's, and that's not quite street fighter. That's like, that's yeah. not quite what, what street fighter is about. I don't know. The, the, and it's also like not, it's, it's an announcement that there's going to be an announcement and the trailer's like, here's Ryu and he's super fucking buff. And it is, his junk um, hanging out yeah all, all in this under camera view and it's like yeah I, I guess like the your muscle and vein tech is really impressive and then here's some other guy and it's like all right it's i sure yeah all right if cool. i if, if i'm just speaking for me personally eh, no yeah whatever i don't care <laughs> i'll be honest have you finally given up of your dream of someday being good at a fighting game? Yes, but I still kind of like the idea of like playing them and pushing buttons. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, pushing buttons is pretty. Pushing good. Pushing buttons is fun, man. And speaking of pushing buttons, though, like I think the, the the story that like maybe people aren't quite talking about enough of because uh, Street Fighter is still a damn franchise and that Street Fighter Six logo is real bad. But they're releasing a big like a uh, uh, compilation Street Fighter Fighting Collection that's going to have. Um, all of the Darkstalkers. Half of this thing is... It really should be like the Darkstalkers collection plus some other shit. Is actually what this thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, but Darkstalkers is... is Apparently, Darkstalkers is not a thing that sells moves. Which is why they don't really make them anymore. So you have to call this Street Fighter or Capcom Fighting Collection. But still. I feel like if they just made it the Morrigan collection, that would sell. <clears throat> and it was just pictures of Morrigan doing things. Yeah. Or Lilith, right? Isn't there a Lilith? No, Morgan. Yeah, Lilith is like the little girl. She's the kind. 
sort of a palette. Sw- no, she's actually different. No, she's like yeah, she's but different. They're, they're, she's they're sisters. She has a much smaller. Body Her sisters not twins. Yeah, there you go. There we go. Um, yeah, that's uh, God. It's I. I watched a video one time that it broke down the five. Oh, and Felicia. Versions. Oh yeah, there's 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 yeah. Bye, Felicia. Mm-hmm. Actually, just come over here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're. I feel like they're so iconic. You could just do a little. Dude, <laughs> straight. All right, real talk. Darkstalkers might have the greatest, like design character design, in all of video games ever. Every character looks fucking awesome in that game, and they kept that throughout the whole series. They were. It was just like, I remember walking into the arcade. And first seeing Darkstalkers and being like, yes, no, that's awesome. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. You did it. And also there's Senko. She also has, she, I also, don't, has she Dark, also got a banging rack. But has Dark, a lot of, whoa. A <laughs> lot, 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 lot of babes in Darkstalkers. Tons I'm just talking about that. It's like also like, you know, Dimitri looks cool. The, um, I forget what the his name is. Guy. But the mummy guy. No, the, uh, uh, the, the guitar, uh, the British zombie skeleton guitar guy. I think the, um, the Yeti's really funny. Okay. BB Hood is great. It's all just, just so much. Well, but it's ha- so good to have them back. As far as I correct me if I'm wrong, but they've never had a 3D Darkstalkers game, right? No, and no. So that, and I and feel no. like that would be a weird transition. If it was like th- 3D, like how like a Street Fighter 2 is, or Street Fighter 4 and yeah. 5 were. Well, which is what they're doing for 6. Mm-hmm. It's, it appears, oh, judging from the shape oh, yeah, of yeah, no, Ryu's no. dong, I feel mm-hmm. like this is a 3D, potentially a 4D experience. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that that's how you really get people in the door. Like, you want to smell how sweaty Ryu is? I'm sure some of you out there would. <laughs> Um, there's only three Darkstalkers games, but like there's, they made like two different versions of the second and third Darkstalkers game. And I watched a video one time that broke it all down and why one was better over the other. And I honestly, I don't remember. Darkstalkers is my favorite fighting game tournament situation to watch like online it's, on Twitch. It is, but it's, it's the one where it's, it's only, it often, it's only but... one round and you have like two life bars. And the, it's just the matches are over really, really quickly. And this I don't, is why I like it. And I don't remember which one that is. I think it's three, but it might also be two, two. I don't know. It's just so quick and so hype the entire time. Yeah. In my opinion. And just I, the design of all the characters, I all the moves are I think my least favorite shit. is probably Dragon Ball because it, it drag drags. I don't think Dragon Ball uh, Fighters is fun to watch uh, a high level play because it's just... Here's a whole we talk. It's, it's all these Goku's doing mega fireballs, <laughs> and everybody has like insanely huge life right, bars. Right, right, we did. Man. I remember saying, "Oops, all Goku's." Yep. Yeah. I don't have a ton of fighting game opinions, so I feel kind of bad talking about this. You're kind of shitting on them pretty uh, consistently yeah. throughout here, so I'm trying <laughs> no. to like save our rep here before we get swarmed. It's uh, if it's not on a Game Boy Color, I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but it's got like rollback net code. It's all going to be online. Uh, and it's we're also going to get uh, Red Earth for the first time is coming to uh, America on a console. And I, I made the mistake. I got I got I got taught, man. I was on Twitter like, oh, this is a good excuse for me to just like tweet some fun trivia. I tweeted about um, Capcom fighting evolution, which I recall being the first time I saw Red Earth characters in an American game. And I was like, oh, this is the first time Red Earth characters have come uh, to a console. People were like, no, actually, like you were and you were wrong. I was wrong. Like, you know, Capcom, uh, SNK, Cardfighters Clash and the Chaos 
for Chaos Two for Xbox and so Pocket was, Fighters was and stuff. Fighter Crash was that a Fighter Clash? Was that a like a pocket? I mean, it was Neo Geo Pocket Color. Neo Geo Pocket Color game. Okay. I think that like barely counts. Wait, that happened. That that came out on DS. I think it got DS. Okay, part, but I don't know. Maybe if there's like a mobile game, mm-hmm. mobile Pocket One or whatever. You know what? There was that mobile. Um, what was it? Puzzle Fighter. They had yeah. a, they had a, a iPhone Puzzle Fighter game. Uh, that they just shut down. It's just gone now. But they had a uh, uh, one of the characters you could play as was Regina. They had Regina from Dino Crisis. I have a screen cap of that on one of my old phones. There was at least that. But I don't know. It just it's like here's all right. So the reason why I feel like Resident Evil Four is the one getting remade, um, or or not remade. Who knows? I guess it hasn't officially been announced yet. But still, let's just pretend Resident Evil Four is in fact getting remade. The reason why that's getting remade is because it's guaranteed to sell. And I think when you walk into a room with shareholders and whatnot, um, they're like, hey, let's remake Code Veronica. They're like, which one's that? The one that sold like half a million copies in Dreamcast? No. Let's remake one that we know already is going to sell well. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you really, even like uh, Resident Evil 3 and uh, 8 Village, both shift with like weird multiplayer games, which I also feel like, so you need to, you you gotta have a multiplayer component with your Capcom games now. You gotta have some kind of long tail, uh, or you have to be a huge franchise that's gonna move units already. And Street Fighter, Monster Hunter, and Resident Evil is all they really got. Oh, that's a hell of a portfolio. Those three things move, and both of them have you know legacies that are not to be sneezed at. But I mean, I made the joke before the uh, countdown. It's like, oh boy, I can't wait. It's going to be an hour before when Capcom's going to bring back Gargoyles Quest. But I could have put any game in that joke. And a lot of people did. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I'm, you know, Street Fighter V was sort of like a bit of a weird sort of flop, sort of not flop. But like, I don't know. Capcom kind of needs to, Street Fighter should get back on top. And Street Fighter Six is this opportunity to do that. And that's cool for the culture. That's great. But man, just... All right, cool. Another they, Street they, Fighter. They're kind of stumbling out of the gate, so I don't have a ton of Yeah, it's confidence. already not a good look. It's And that was kind of the problem with uh, uh, Street Fighter Five had a rough dismount, and so did... Um, Marvel uh, versus Mar- Capcom. Yeah, Infinite, which also, yeah, the, the Chun-Li situation, a lot of other stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I won't say, it's, it's shocking to me that Village hasn't gotten a DLC. Yeah, that's really weird. Yeah, maybe it's coming. It could be a COVID related. Like they just had trouble. That's true. Getting things going and it's just it's happens. to me though that they haven't had any DLC for uh village for Resident Evil Village, and the fact that they were just like, oh, we thought Heisenberg was the one everyone was gonna like. They're like, no, they like the big boot to be vampire fair, lady. I, I do think that the core fan base does like Heisenberg more than they like. What you call it? Yeah, late lady, lady D, <laughs> lady D. Sorry. You know, I, it, I felt like at the time, I guess I haven't really got the pulse on it, but it kind of felt like Resident Evil, hardcore Resident Evil fans were kind of cold on Village. Didn't didn't really like it. Everybody else loved it. But people that are like way into the fan base, way, way into Resident Evil, um, they were kind of cold on it, didn't like it. That, that was kind of my uh, takeaway from kind of the initial... Uh, reaction, but I, think I still there were pieces of it that felt a little bit okay. May- maybe I'm I'm pulling out of my ass here, but potentially there were pieces of it that felt a little bit like a J.J. Abrams like remake. Well, <laughs> you know, like 
the new Ghostbusters movie or mm-hmm. the new the original Star Wars movie in it in its new trilogy. I do not remember what it's called. Where it's basically just the, for- the Force Awakened. You mean? Yeah, let's yeah. rehash things from the original thing that everyone liked. I don't know if that's really true, but it's, I don't know. Village. I think I, that's like kind of what the complaints I saw. Though I I would agree with you. I don't feel like it is. But it's like, I don't know, I guess we're in a foreign European village and we go to man, um, you know, we go to a castle and blah, blah, blah. I, I think it's, of course, it's very different from Resident Evil 4, which is what, I, what I'm trying to say is maybe people mm-hmm. thought it was rehashing parts of Resident Evil 4, which I, I don't think is very fair to village at all. I think but, on the outset, he were worried that it was doing that. But the reality was the actual village is like a hub world that like is barely anything in the game, really. Yeah. It's, it's the setting and it's where the story, the scenario happens. But the reality of that game is like, dude, 70% of that game is uh, all the four kind of outer worlds outside of it. Um, but that game still just like has some crazy moments and just really goes places. And I don't know. It's just a. Uh, I've been thinking about playing it again because I really, really got into it when it first came out. And then after about a month or two, it was like, OK, I'll play the shit out of this. I'll take a break. Well, th- this does actually this discussion leans in pretty closely or dovetails nicely with a question from uh, Duque on our Patreon, which is like, if I could boil it down, it was basically why not remake five or six of yeah. Resident Evil instead of four? Like, why not make remake one that? I guess, you know, wasn't well received at the time. I mean, mean, arguably, they're like so well selling. Dude, Resident Evil 5 for a pretty long time was Capcom's single best selling game. It feels, yeah, it feels weird to say that 5 and actually not honest to say that 5 and 6 weren't successful or need to be remade. And I, I honestly think that remaking it would be like a monumentally difficult task because how can you split the difference between what that was in terms of just a hardcore action situation versus what Resident Evil is trying to do right now, which is mostly leaning into that more solo horror experience. I think that you can't, are we at the point where people are like seriously full, like the idea that we're re like remaking a game mm-hmm. of that level from that generation are we there yet like i know they remade like you know like halo and gears of war but like i I think the only reason they want to remake resident evil 4 is because they've remade they've re-released and the remakes of resident evil 0 and 1 they've remade 2 and 3 5 6 7 and 8 were already hd so they just want to build up 4 remake 4 sell that to you again so you can have all these new hd games on your shelf it's sort of like they you know the yakuza games they only remade they made zero and they remade yakuza's one and two i don't know if they've remade three i forget but they, they stopped doing remakes of yakuza games because they were already hd right mm-hmm. they like they didn't remake um the you know ps3 yakuza games they kind of gave them a new uh, uh you know sheen kind of buffed them up but they didn't like you know ground up yeah not completely yeah blank canvas start from the ground up again um so I think as a thought experiment, remaking five and six, um, I've not played six and uh, Grace and I, we played through five until uh, past the first like major Wesker fight, which I believe is about a halfway third of the way through the games. And I just got, I just got bored. I just got tired of it. I just really just got 
like I could I we got far enough into it and I think after that fight I was like man I'm done this is just kind of not doing it for me mm-hmm. um well even beyond so issues of like okay well maybe that's an argument for why they should remake it if if you didn't feel like it was fun though I think most people who played it did enjoy it I think that like a company that you know game company that looks at numbers and looks at sales and goes they probably look at Resident Evil 5 because I think Resident Evil 5 did well for itself right away I think it was even pretty well received at the time and only kind of as 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 the years went on people were like yeah I don't know I think at first people were kind of I remember kinda... it being kind of controversial at the time due to the setting mm-hmm. and well yes I'm just talking about more broadly about the oh, gameplay okay. and the and the tone and kind of, you know. Well, I think that would be an issue if they were going to remake it. That also, yeah, hey, go into Africa. Come on. I don't I don't have to unpack, unpack that for you. Um and then Resident Evil 6, I remember when that came out. I think that Resident Evil 6 was I believe Capcom's most expensive game they'd ever made yet. Like a thousand people were making Resident Evil 6. And it just felt like, yeah, there's just money poured into that game, but it was just kind of a mess. And I think that I think Resident Evil Six, it first came out, and they're like, oh, we've shipped three, five million copies in the first week, and we have, and that is a failure. Mm-hmm. Like the initial sales predictions and stuff like that, projections of Resident Evil Six was like, whoops, we we uh, yeah, that was a flop. It's like, how do you how do you move millions and millions and millions of of copies of a game and like are a flop it was just kind of ridiculous it just kind of felt like okay you just you know you were charging the company credit card and no one's really paying attention right i'm not sure but i do know that every time i look at the uh the capcom platinum charts where they capcom is a really cool website where they you can really actually look at pretty pretty consistently what their games are selling resident evil 6 didn't i think eventually they just kind of kept pumping it out and kept selling it and re-releasing it it's i think it's become one of their better sets i kind of think it's in their top five it's one of their best-selling games now. I don't. I don't think that they would remake it. Well, I mean, there with that list, there's always a caveat of with the later games, they include how well it's sold across every platform. But yeah, then yeah. there are games like uh, Resident Evil, I guess oh, two no. and one, where it's just the PS2 version yeah. is all they list, even though oh, they've PS, PS1 it. version. Or PS1 version, even though they've sold it, you know, across. The big one so is like uh, Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo. That game alone, just that one, I think was like six, seven million copies. Uh, and it's like, even though, yeah, they did release like Champion Edition and Super Street Fighter. And they probably like kind of pushed those all into right, one That skew. doesn't count how well it did on the arcade. And No, it was just like the Super Nintendo port. Yeah. <laughs> specifically that version it's just that one like like and also like you know back when super nintendo hey, super nintendo only sold like what 50 40 million yeah you know of the system like that was video games were smaller back then and sure. so to move six million of one game it's like that's like nintendo packing you know that's like mario world and mario kart kind of money i mean i guess the series as a whole i mean potential all right potential spoilers for resident evil 8 if you don't want to be spoiled for that, fast forward like two minutes. But uh, with the, all right, I'm going to go. With go the it. end of Resident Evil 8, how yeah. it kind of sets up that, oh, it's the daughter who has the superpowers is going to be the protagonist for the next game. Yeah. That sort of sets up the potential for a bigger, more action-packed 
less horror focused game more uh, like what the chris sections were like at the end of resident evil 8 mm-hmm. i think that anything. the ending there's also like i'm not sure if again i haven't gone back into this since it came out but there's also at the, the very very end it looks like maybe ethan's still alive maybe there's a person who like gets in a car and it's like you know no, they but, don't they they say Remember when your dad definitely died? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't yeah, know. That was really sad but when he absolutely died. I'm like 95% certain. Yeah. <laughs> in the new game, in, in Resident Evil 9, it kind of sets up this precedent. Oh, you're going to be the tyrant. You're going to be the, the, the fucking bow. You're going to be the bioweapon. Like, that. that's cool. That's crazy. I don't know. Um, I don't think it... I, I, my reaction is kind of a... Mm, like meh. it's something new to and I, I, to me it's like i don't really know where they go with it but it's like it's, i i've said before i'll say it again i think that the last few resident evil games uh seven two three remake and uh and eight here the last four i feel like it's definitely a new era similar to we had you know ones through four with the shinji mikami eras and we had like you know five and six which were kind of like the not shinji mikami areas now we have seven and eight in these remakes which sort of like this kind of like third wave of resident evil i think this is that this this series is in the best place it's been maybe ever yeah um it's certainly in a different place you know it's not going to uh be like those other two kind of waves were are we but are we at like the resident evil 3 just came out code veronica's maybe not going to do well like face i don't know because no i kind of think because like i think we we might be but also capcom is such a different company now and isn't pumping stuff out like they used to but i just think that the way that yeah the way that resident evil 8 ends i was like okay i if rose is the protagonist now and she's the super the super monster and that's who you're playing as that is an interesting angle for uh this game to go yeah. So okay. that that was really it was like because the the sto- dude the story of Resident Evil Eight that like you had to get four liquid flasks and that was your infant daughter. What? It's pretty good. That was and like Ethan's like okay sure <laughs> like even the way Ethan I, is I presented of... with the most ridiculous circumstances and he's just like yeah I gotta get my daughter okay I'm I'm really mad this is happening but it's like okay. Duke is like, get these four flasks. He's like, fuck. All right, then. <laughs> I kind of love anything that has child murder. <laughs> like, at least if a okay, game, wow, if a game nice. will go there. It's so, it's kind of fun and I appreciate it. Let me tell you about this game, that dragon cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I guess stop murder. I've no, not sorry, played that one. I'm kind of, I am kind of not into games where oh, no. it's like, oh no, about the, serious topics. The chat just. <laughs> Change the name of the podcast to the Resident Evil Podcast. We're doing a thing again, Grace. We, we just talk about Resident Evil. I know. For I was trying to hour. subtly get mm-hmm. us away by talking about right. child murder. This is why I'm the best. <laughs> anything, in anything to get away. Literally from it. anything else. Uh, All right, Resident Evil Eight spoilers are done. In fact, Resident Evil Eight is done because Capcom's never going to support it or release a DLC, and that's fine. We I are still. Ha- wait- I don't have feelings about it. We are still it. waiting for the uh, uh, the multiplayer game. That shipped with it. I can't wait to dress my Puss in Boots character in Monster Hunter as a Lady D, and I'll be fine with that. Yeah. I don't remember what they're called. Palicos. Palicos. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait to dress her up. Um, Yo. Put her in a little, a nice hat. What y'all feel about this Elden Ring, Elder Rings? 
I'm Elder excited. Ring. Singular. I got oh shoot. You know what? I wrote rings in my notes. I'm also Leaked. excited to see how our um original PlayStation 4 is <laughs> how it handles yeah, it. Because we are be absolutely roaring. getting a physical PlayStation 4 copy of Elden Ring. So I really was not paying super close attention to Elden Ring. I guess I just kind of hit maybe uh some I finally hit Souls fatigue around like Dark Dark Souls 3 and Sahiro. Um, which your your opinion of Sekiro has been pretty well established on this did, podcast. Did, that's that's that is actually the only like FromSoft uh, Souls game that I like, just flat out just didn't finish. I was about to didn't say. like. Yeah. Um. And so I just really was like, okay, they're making another one. I don't know. I think I'm probably done. And then I, all this kind of hype was building for it. It's coming out in a couple days now. Um. Oops. And I just hit the microphone. And uh. Yeah, I watched a big uh, six-minute like breakdown. They have a big trailer that kind of you know introduces the whole game. And, yo, that looks pretty freaking rad, man. All I know is there's a character that is a giant pot with arms, and I'm yeah. I like that. That that makes me happy. I can't you, wait to see all the skeletons. Well, then you should play Death's Door if you like cool pot-headed uh, uh, people. <laughs> but no, it's just, yeah, like there is like a really cool like kind of walking tower with like a big bell underneath it it just kind of looked like a uh shower the colossus kind of thing but it's just really what they had me at it's like this is a dark souls game but with that skyrim slash breath of the wild it's just like here's a dark souls game but <laughs> no longer are there like these little tiny hallways that just connect areas that like geographically don't feel like like ge- ge- geologically I don't think these two types of rock and heat. There's too many areas within the Dark Souls games where, like, there's no way that this, like, lush forest is, like, next to this, like, flaming volcano. Derek, it's magic. You know? Exactly. Come and on. It's, I didn't, I mean, I don't, Come on. It's also a video game. Whatever. But I just felt like, okay. I guess that's the kind of thing that keep... makes more sense in Bloodborne since everything's a dream within a dream within a dream. So nothing. Yeah, exactly. Geography doesn't matter anymore. And... Yeah, just they're like, hey, they kind of made it seem like that there's going to be like, like actual like dungeons. And it's like sort of an overworld, but then it's actually like a dungeon you go to. And I was just like, yeah, it just like looks a, like it's a, it's just, the, okay. it's like, hey, make Dark Souls and sort of give it like an MMO treatment, make it a, just a much bigger, sprawling, open thing. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's about all I need to hear, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That sounds you're, pretty. You're a sucker for anything open world. <sighs> yeah. They're perfect podcast games, you know? Mm-hmm. I kind of need one every once in a while, though. I don't know. I'm I'm I just excited because you haven't had a like a a game that really hooked you in a while, or a big one. I've been you know still playing Death's Door, Death's Door, but yeah, I've been kind of jumping around uh, smaller games on uh, Game Pass and stuff like that. Yeah, I hooked up my Sega CD and was <laughs> yeah, like, you did, and I was like playing Vey and Lunar and Snatcher and being like, my saves from thirty years ago are still here. What the hell? Uh, but yeah, I guess I haven't had a. I, Got really into Bloodborne and platinumed Bloodborne earlier, uh, about six months ago, and that's really the last game I was like, like super duper into. Mm-hmm. I don't know this. Uh, You've been watching me play Death Darkest Dungeon. Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, <laughs> the game you've now put like thirty hours into. You don't even remember. I'm still early level. <laughs> I can't. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I I mean it's. 
so I guess we're we're kind of like boring gamers in that if we're gonna like for us a new game is something that came out within the last three years. <laughs> so yeah. I, I am excited for you to play something like as it comes out. I, I especially something that's like kind of multiplayer. Like you could get you can get thumbs up points. Don't you want to put a note and get yeah. thumbs up points? You know what? You know you can't what? do that when you play the game ten years after it came out. You Derek. know what? I never did. What? Uh, um, oh, I did briefly, very briefly uh, for Dark Souls 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you can like set up like a summoning point next to a boss. Yeah. And it's like, hang around, be like, hey, you guys, anyone, hey, anyone, just like, you just, like, you'd set up like a little kissing booth. Anybody need like help with the boss? Yo, just let me know and I'll help you out. And it felt you cool. Can, you can be an actual uncle to different people. It playing felt good, Elden man. Ring. I did. Yeah. I was like at the beginning of the game for a hot minute and I was just like, yeah, this boss is tough. And I hung out and I would like beat them. And I do like my, my, uh, uh, I would like, you know, bow and thank them or wave and stuff like that. And they'd wave back. And I was like, after the boss was over, I just disappear. And I'd like, yeah, I think I just like hung around one day, um, for like an hour or two, just like beat this one boss over and over again, help people. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, please. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I just want to watch that. I just want to eat popcorn and <laughs> embroider, get mm-hmm. my embroidery out. Just watch that. Yeah, this looks, this looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but I guess so we'll, we'll know it more. it comes out on March. Uh, this th- this Thursday, or I guess I guess Thursday or Friday. Oh, so before March officially happens. Yeah, yeah, okay. no, it's it's it is this. So week. everyone, run to your local game store. Actually, that's that's a hundred percent what we're gonna do. I've been calling around, seeing if we could like pre-order a PlayStation Four copy at a couple of local places around here, and we're gonna gonna have to run out yeah. and do that. I'm finally going to drop off our Dreamcast to get the battery fixed. Uh-huh. I think something I've literally been talking about for two years mm-hmm. on this podcast. Finally. I'm looking forward it's to... Because God of War and Resident Evil 8 uh-huh. played fine. Okay. But the sounds that our old 2015 PlayStation 4 made when trying to run these games... Just uh, obscene. Y- yeah, like it was getting ready for goddamn liftoff our our playstation 4 just gets angry sometimes and it it'll just beep even though it's not turned on (laughs) oh yeah no because it because it wants to eject a disc but it can't yeah and that's actually no disc and if but if there is a disc disc is in your mind if if there is a disc like i actually when i was playing bloodborne i had to download it even though we have it physical because you put it in there and it would load the game and then it would just like start ejecting and it would kick you out you know, 30 seconds in. Does this mean we need to not buy a physical copy of Bloodborne? Of Elden Ring? <laughs> um. This is, may- I know, this maybe. is very hard. Maybe. Oh, Emotionally shit. very but difficult. I, but also I wanted to, because we are also, we're in a position where we, we, hey, we live close to several GameStops. But also we live close to several local Seattle joints. Yeah, and they're, they're going to have PlayStation 4 copies. Yeah, happily, uh, um, uh, uh. Throw throw my money at them, uh, and so I don't want to buy it digital and just give that money straight to Sony. I'd rather just give that money to somebody local. Yeah. So I don't want to buy it digital, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Well, maybe this might be the thing that finally allows will let me allow you to mm-hmm. buy a PlayStation Pro because I've I've told you no for years now. Oh, someone said they got a replacement fan for the PS4 Pro and uh repasted it. That helped a lot. Yeah, I I've actually thought about just getting a PS4 Pro and I think when they're about they're they're still very expensive and hard to find. Yeah. Um and it's almost like should I just 
screw that and just get myself like a Series X or a PS5. Yes, absolutely. It's about the same amount of money. If we can get one. If we can get, yeah, we need to get, I, I, I'm not on those, I don't get I mean, that's websites true. We could, and I think it drops. is coming out on Xbox One, right? Yeah. So why not get the Xbox One copy? Just yeah. It just feels wrong, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's, but I mean, know, I, why I, not? No reason not to. Well, that really, if if we're doing our due diligence and really, you know, about that life, Grace, mm-hmm. we would get the the version of the game on the worst hardware. And I think our Xbox One S might be slightly worse than a PS4 not in even. terms of the hardware. It's probably better. Is it about the same or the better? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I this is not a type of thing that I know. I, I just. I, when we were doing the Xbone video, I feel like I read people saying that, like, on top of everything else, also, like, the PS4 was more powerful than the Xbone. But I could be wrong. The It would be the first time, though, if I was ever wrong. Yeah. I guess, like, the, the interesting thing is that we, we are kind of in the cross-generation time when things are being forced to be put onto a million systems. Yeah. So that, maybe that's just, like, a fun thing to celebrate as it's happening. Mm-hmm uh like what else? i mean i would I actually because like ps5 came out you know two years ago now a year and a half ago i feel like we are we would normally be approaching that moment where we're not doing the uh the old consoles anymore or if if we are we're not releasing them day one mm-hmm. i feel like if there hadn't been a pandemic and like ps5s were not so difficult to find and all that stuff this game might be a exclusive exclusive uh to the newer consoles yeah um it is too bad i kind of wish i mean i have no idea how they're going to be planning dlc rollout and all of that but it was such a bummer that bloodborne really only got one real dlc yeah i know it also had the chalice dungeons or whatever but those aren't dlc that's just like a a, i was that was a weird sort of like not roguelike type of thing yeah, um, I, it, it is the kind of thing where I'm like, man, it. I, I hope they weren't. They didn't cut DLC in order to make those cross gen. They really should have done because the the Chalice Dungeons was such a cool idea that just felt like wasn't completely fleshed out. There could have been more. They could have done a Chalice Dungeon DLC, which was just like, hey, here's like we just made like thirty more rooms that can be randomly blocked. Different in types the- of rooms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You spent so much time in those chalice dungeons. Yeah. It, it was funny. Well, because there was that to have one. you like walk around in a new one and be like, "And I'm gonna get attacked." Three, two, yep, here he is. Yep. Like you, you just had everything memorized. Because there's only there were so, only so many rooms and were only so many, uh, uh, like enemies and yeah. All right, so we're hyped for that. I'm sure next podcast, which will be recorded on oh from soft uh, stop making these souls games uh for a little bit and go back to making weird shit or make another horror game says sputnik in the chat yo that's also like a sad reality of from soft is after the in the in the era of souls from soft just kind of stopped making the weird shit however you know they made dark souls and they yeah. made a lot of them and that company is gigantic i, now. I think it's not <sighs> you know, I think it's a little disingenuous to not call Dark Souls, like, still include that as weird shit. I know it's not, like... It's the same weird shit, There's no one else making a game like Dark Souls. Even the people making Neo are not making a game that quite has the same spirit and flavor and just 
oddness of a dark Souls right game. but like whatever happened to echo night beyond and stuff like that I won't, you know shadow tower uh cookie and cream like there's so many yeah. like weird good stuff that they made i think that anything they made would still have to have that a souls ish spin on it does would it i mean like sekiro is like their attempt to make something weird i guess oh man i i said on twitter one time that sekiro was my least favorite souls game and people were just like it's not a souls game it's like okay technically no but like there's still bonfires there's still like you die and you lose your souls and like uh, i mean there are so many like souls it isms it was like like those i mean souls was like such a game genre video game defining moment and it's still we yeah. are still like in the throes of it like you know little little miss grace playing hollow knight all this goddamn time you know what i mean like we're we're still in it yeah I, what about you could, you could do like a a children <laughs> children's game like a cookie and cream style fun cute game with souls like stuff i don't know you drop all your candies <laughs> guy oh no and all the children ate them now you gotta go get get them see now now i'm curious if there isn't like some kind of weird spongebob or dora game that (laughs) you know of course we didn't hear about but it's like no my bubbles yeah oh man it's like because i got punched in the face twice hotel transylvania game that no one thought about (laughs) is actually like a weird kitty souls game yeah (laughs) it's possible probably awesome but yeah what about chrome people talking about chrome hounds and full and like metal wolf chaos People, people out there for Armored Core. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've still been making Armored Cores, haven't they? No, man. They haven't um, made... Miyazaki made Armored Core 4 at the same time he was making uh, Demon Souls. And then that was... Uh, at this point, it, it feels like the Blood, the Souls franchises are almost like getting too big. And if one of them fails, like what happens to them to as a company? I feel like it, it would take more. They than, get bought by Microsoft. It would. T- anyway. <laughs> I it would take more than one flop. I think at this point, because I believe Sekiro still moved like six, seven, eight million units. It still did stupid yeah, well. It did really well. It, yeah, I mean, and, and we are kind of at. I feel like a a the hype for this Elden Ring game is insanely high. There is, I, I don't think this is going to happen, but there is potential for a pretty big backlash to happen. This could yeah. be that moment, you know, if I, but I, I do have a lot of confidence that the game will be good. I, I mean, there, like, there's a waifu in the trailer. She's got two faces. That's like two for one waifu. Yeah, that, that was, that, that was, yeah, she got four arms, two faces and the Come eye. On. Yeah. You got pot man. You got two face lady. I'm Dude, here. I watched that trailer, the six minute thing, and I was like, "This looks like a fucking kill." This looks like it looks like they did it again. It really does. I I mean, I think that the, it's not really a backlash. I would fear more of an ennui. I think it would be more of a, like a, a of a fatigue. It yeah. comes out and it's like, yeah, it's good, but everyone maybe everyone collectively is like, yeah, I'm, nah. I mean, and but I just point, don't see that. I just as I mean, like um, Mick Swizzle is saying, it could be like. You know, uh, Beatles rock band, rock band, yeah, where it just kind of like happens and everyone just shrugs, yeah. Because by, by all accounts, Beatles rock band was like a good game, but just like man, no one gave a shit about it. There's a really good article, I think, somebody from like Time or USA Today, one of these, a, a larger publication that doesn't typically cover video games. They had an early review of Beatles rock band, and like, this is the greatest video game of all time. 
Because <laughs> they're just talking about how like monumental it was for you know this this huge I mean, band. On paper, it's like yeah, the Beatles. It's like the yeah, biggest band, and also at the time like the biggest game coming together, and it was just such a so it's just a nothing. Just it's like not even a jump the shark moment because people were excited when the Fonz jumped the shark. <laughs> Well, that's always the thing is like the shark jump moment is still enjoyable, but it never quite recovers from that. Right. Right. Um, this wasn't even a shark jump. I feel like that. Even though there's like there might be souls fatigue and souls likes, you know, so many games that are similar to it. I could see a fatigue coming from that. However, like it coming from like the originals from FromSoft, That I don't feel like we're there yet. Yeah. Now, of course, we're still hungry for that Bloodborne remake. We got all all we got is Bloodborne PSX mm-hmm. to feed us. Oh, which I downloaded, but I didn't actually they... bother to fucking play. Oh, okay. I keep forgetting about it. You got you got to do it. I'm saying yuck out of myself. Sorry, I'm like upset at myself that I keep forgetting about that damn thing. Well, can we talk about beside... one? Hold on, there's one more news story I want to talk about briefly. Okay, yeah. And it, I saw it like right before. It was I saw it on GameSpot, posted like two, three hours ago. Apparently, there is a Dead by Daylight dating sim <laughs> copyright no. that somebody saw. No, and the proof was like someone. There's a copyright. This and that. That's who cares? Legal just made copyrights. That doesn't mean anything. I guess what was how, the title? Um, is it just Untitled Dead by Daylight dating? There sim? was a title too, but I, I forget exactly what it was. The more important thing, though, Date by Daylight, something like that. <laughs> Dating by daylight. Dead by daylight. <laughs> um, apparently, back in like 2021 or some time ago, uh, Behavior put out a, uh, a a survey. It was like, hey, what other genres would you like to see Dead by Daylight, you know, move to? And we're, apparently we're one, very... one of the choices was uh, for a, a dating. dating sim. We're a pretty horny fan base. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Let's, I, I think there's lots of potential. I just can't imagine that they'd be able to secure the rights for everything. Oh, it'd be their, their original have, stuff. We can't put the Demigorgon in it. No. Can we? Hasn't the Demigorgon also been removed? Yeah. Like, oh, the Demigorgon and well, the, you the can't lab- buy it anymore. Uh, That's just the difference is they don't have the right to sell yeah, and, it Yeah, and the lab, is the Hawkins lab also officially gone? Okay, that I don't know. Okay. To be honest, what map is even available? And I haven't played Dead by Daylight in a couple months because it's just been kind of a disaster. Yeah, you did say like, oh, we're thirsty. And I was like, we? We, yeah. Didn't, didn't want to call you out, Grace. But I, I, had... keep, uh, I keep going, clicking on Dead by Daylight and like updating, updating the app yeah. <laughs> and then not playing it. But I, I'm like keeping it updated just in case. I, I, I have a feeling I'll go back. Maybe I should just given and just play it on pc because it just seems to perform so much better anyway and there's crossplay but i just don't enjoy playing games on my computer i don't know i'm trying to make my office more like grace friendly i'm putting plants in i'm i've been talking to Derek about i want to put a shelf up so i can put more plants in more plants that's that's a lush tropical jungle we 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 agree i I got a pink desk pad we agreed that i can have my video games up and out so long as it's kind of kept it in the office yeah and then you can really kind of then you are able to kind of like you know decorate the rest of the uh of the apartment i'm not really good decorating anyway but now it seems like the plants grace have overgrown and they're working their way into the office now yeah because i I need to be happy in here Mm, okay all right (laughs) i guess i'll allow that (laughs) yeah 
it'll um i i actually really want to redecorate the office i think it looks kind of shisa-y right now yeah i think we talked a lot about how the uh the, sh- the kind of bookshelf behind uh behind me was kind of thrown together quickly when we were because we, we moved a year ago sure and it just kind of stayed as it was and that was that was it so <sighs> yeah so date by deadlight oh hold on a second i approve let me let me go let me go pull the story up again uh the trademark that was was apparently filed was hooked on you a dead by oh. daylight dating sim yeah okay mm-hmm. that's a good that's good i i'm a huge fan of uh taking horror and juxtaposing it with cute stuff uh this just sounds great i think it'd be really hilarious okay who's your waifu who are you oh, dating man. and of course you're only dating the monsters don't oh no yeah it's that, can't I mean, date it's a survivor probably the huntress man unless it's jake no uh, not jake Fuck. probably 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 the huntress because she's got a good singing voice She's very tall. Very tall. Um, Great. Well, they're all very tall. The thing is, it's all. It's like I don't think I get. Oh, you know the um uh the ghost Wraith? and the nurse, but they like float around, you know. And like, how, how would I deal Speaking with that? Speaking about someone ghosting you, <laughs> like I don't know if Ayo. you can emotionally take that. Yeah. I mean, everybody's gonna want to date the uh the clown because they 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 gave him the uh. The kind of almost shirtless. Yeah, he's the only character who really has a shirtless. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the Wraith is shirtless. Uh, you you pointed out yeah. to me that um, they because they added the ring, the Ringu lady, mm-hmm. and uh, she's still in the test player test. Oh, she oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, but somebody you pointed out that somebody p- mentioned like oh, so most of the female uh, killers in this game. Uh, are barefoot yep no shoes just interesting point to make <laughs> just something to think about but yeah horror romance is great yeah no it's um i kind of like honestly i do like the idea of dating sims more than i actually enjoy playing dating sims yeah yeah personally unless there's something else tacked onto the dating sim like dragon quest i mean dragon quest uh dragon age inquisition 3 or something yeah, yeah. like that like I that I really I really enjoy because it gives me something to do in mm-hmm. between that. But if it's just a straight up point and click dating situation, I'm, I usually I'm just like Meh. the best dating sim of all time though, and I will hear no no different. Saints Row Four, yeah, not really even dating sim. It just lets you fuck everyone, <laughs> sure. except Keith David. Keith David is is too professional. Um, Vice President Keith David would never. Uh, he's he's you know loyal. I'm sure to uh. Uh, his partner but um man that game was great <laughs> just walking around the the ship and just like screwing everyone and just yeah good you know, good a, shit a keith david level of professionalism is something that we should all aspire to unless As- aspire we're to games. but like it's like oh no i didn't i didn't hit keith david levels that's Sorry. all right so um let's do a speed round real quick we got a couple other questions i wanted to get to one from goodwin um about we have mentioned reshoots and re-recordings before do you have any oh, tips yes. for re-recording i always find that my voice or volume changes every so slightly between sessions or am i just too particular and no one else notices um here's my response as someone who oh uh, is not in charge of the audio <laughs> number one yeah no one i don't think anyone was really noticing and then number two <laughs> um you know just write down what you do normally and then try to try to like replicate that when you can yeah there's a lot of ways you can cover 
you can cover yourself. This is why it's important to uh, have um, uh, what, I, what I was told in radio, they call it a music bed, but just have background music. Um, so if you have music in the background mixed, um, yeah, it's it changes the overall volume of the video, uh, covers up a lot of stuff. Um, that's a good way to kind of hide uh, differences. Don't be afraid to take that one audio file and make sure it's uh, louder or softer uh, than the previous one. But um, also, like, just watch a bunch of... If you watch a bunch of YouTubers, I think you'll notice pretty quickly that everyone's audio is kind of different. Like, I notice it. And this is not a dig on any of these people because mm-hmm. I think, and like, people who have really... Okay, I can think of three YouTubers off the top of my head that I can tell when their audio changes and they have they have amazing production value. So that would be Scott the Waz, mm. Nitro Rad, mm. I you can sometimes tell, and then also um H Bomber guy. Just mm-hmm. kind of re- who is like iconically amazing and creative. But yeah, sometimes people's audio changes sometimes and you can hear ours. I guess I should put it at number four. Yeah. Uh, that happens. We try really hard to not make that we so yeah. you can tell when we're shifting from voiceover audio to live action action recorded audio but you you totally can when i when i redo stuff i try to remember where i put the mic even if it's uh like if if i re like i i used to call i do it all at my desk now but he's called booth audio and live and and live uh voiceover and basically like i would go into a closet and i'd put the microphone in front of all my my uh, shirts and stuff and uh, having an isolated room that I could go back to that uh, typically the differences uh, were pretty unnoticeable. Also, depending on what process you put on it, um, you, you know, put some noise removal, put a little bit of EQ on it, uh, put a limiter on it, a little bit of a uh, compression, something else like that. There's, you know, so much you can do. Mm-hmm. Just do little bits and pieces like that. That'll kind of like, you know, s- kind of sand down the rough spots. Uh, but yeah, try and have your mic set up in a, consistent way maybe the quality isn't great but you're just kind of looking for consistency so when you record your audio just try and keep your mic set up the same audio levels the same the process the same and and, uh or another trick you can do is just if you are having a spot where your audio is going to be different because you're re-recording just try to have something visually hard cut at the same time just to like change i i i i I love how uh anthony fantano does a lot of his mistakes like he will misspeak and he will literally just like have a huge uh, glitchy filter over the audio and video and then have like subtitle what he meant to say. Yeah. And I kind of like I wish I had thought of that because it's just like admitting like dude makes like eight videos a day. So like, of course, he's going to make mistakes. But it's also like I think people I think for every one person that will notice and say something about an audio difference, there's 20 people that don't say anything. They noticed, but they don't care. Mm-hmm. So also though, um, I think it's good to challenge yourself and and really focus on the work, focus on trying to do good work. But also, you guys split the difference with it's a fucking YouTube video, man. Like you're not making a Ken Burns documentary; it's a fucking YouTube video. Yep. So as keep- I always say, yippee kaye, mother fudger. <laughs> it's well, fine. Everyone does it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right, another uh, last question from uh, Romeo. Uh, basically, just this was a fun one to end on. What's your favorite video game of all time and why? Oh. Just a nice, easy one. Uh, uh, do you want to go first, Chris? Yeah, lately I've been thinking a lot about Portal 2. Because it, all right, just remembering how it. I feel like that's been consistently your. My number. top of all time. I, I feel like I want to go back in, but it. I, I've talked about Portal 2 a lot, why I really like it, but 
I I recently re- realized there was another reason that it was kind of important for me and that in a weird way it kind of got me into internet culture because at the time I was just kind of like doing my own thing didn't care I didn't have a Twitter account and or whatever and then Portal 2 came out and I was like wow this is the funniest thing I think Portal, I, not Portal 1 Portal 2 Yeah like I no I didn't I feel like Portal I 1 came, I was like in school and in treatment and I, I just sort of wasn't in video okay. games before and then Portal 2 kind of came on my radar probably way after it came out <laughs> but um, I just was like researching it more and I was like oh these people wrote it oh they used to write for a website called Cracked <laughs> and oh, then right. Cracked.com kind of like got me onto like oh a website I check regularly and then I and then the cancer spread from there <laughs> so <laughs> I- <laughs> thanks for nothing portal just <laughs> just the other day i was like in the kitchen cooking and i just start i start i had uh still alive stuck in my head and i remember that song was just so played out and so like just lame for a while but now that we're so far removed from portal mania and the cake is a lie and you know all this stuff mm-hmm. um that song is such a goddamn banger that this is a triumph. Yeah. I'm making a note here. Big success. It's it that's that that song is it's just It's like the reward for finishing. It's such it's a nice. fucking good song. It's such just like the lyrics are good. I like how it's really creepy at the end. Like this hiding in plain sight that like, yo, Gladys isn't dead. She's still alive. And when you're dying, she'll still be. It's like that's I love how haunting that is. And then also this is like a good melody. Mm-hmm. It's just so the hook is good. It's a great pop song. It's got just, a great emotional payoff. It's a good song in general. And then on top of that, it sets up a sequel. Like what yeah. else? What else could you ask for? It's funny. Really? Maybe Black Mesa. Ha ha. <laughs> that chance. You know. <laughs> like how how often? I mean, actually, there aren't really that many video game songs in that way. No. Really? That's like, all right, we're going to stop and pause and experience the song. And I guess that that's a credit song. So that makes yeah. it even weirder. Portal was and still is a phenomenal anomaly. And then the fact that Portal 2 is like one of those like arguably better, just as good. Um, but they they did kind of manage to capture that lightning in a bottle. Though Portal 1 is a tight, small game. God, if we were going to, if Valve was going to make any <clears throat> VR game, why not Portal 3? It's like oh there. It's right there. Because how the motion sickness of falling forever and yeah, jumping port- through that's the air. Our- <laughs> Portal already has uh-uh. motion sickness issues. Uh, but they, they gotta be, they got, there's gotta be a prototype somewhere. Right? Oh, I'm pretty sure there's absolutely uh, a way to play Portal on a VR set. Sure. 2000%. But like Portal 3. Come on. I don't know. Valve can't count to three. Yeah. Buff. They can count to Alex. <laughs> so maybe, maybe they, we could just... They can count to back four blood. <laughs> uh, All right, your, your turn. Oh, I, I've said before, um, number one for me is tied Mega Man's two and three. Yeah. Uh, because I do think that... Hey, that's a song. I, that's a, a game with a great credit song, Mega Man 2. Yeah, I would say both two and three. Eh, I don't like three. I'm uh, just kidding. <laughs> I, I really don't have exa- yeah i know you're, i'm just stirring the pot exa- I was like, for no reason you're Sorry. just saying words you have i'm no hungry <laughs> <laughs> that's the real thing i'm just hungry no basically and i guess like to, to keep it short like i think that Mega Man 3 is probably um the better game than 2 uh in terms of just kind of like the pace uh in terms of the balance i think but Mega Man 2 is also just like such an enormously good sequel from Mega Man 1 
and those games just like meant so goddamn much to me both when I played them first as a kid and then when I rediscovered them again like uh, I was in high school Mm -hmm. they've just kind of like always been there for me and like you know my my early videos I used to play a little uh lick from uh Dr. Wily stage one from Mega Man 2 and that was like one of the first things I like taught myself how to play on the guitar and I kind of like I taught myself music by listening by ear and I taught myself music by listening to a lot of songs but like Mega Man music was some of the first music I taught myself to play, like listening to and figuring it out. Um, and uh, yeah. And the controls in those games, it's so fucking tight. Uh, they they hold up so damn well. Um, and I honestly, I look at the two of them. And even though I would say that like, yeah, three is probably like a better game, but it's like, I, I it's so hard to choose. So I just say like, it's Mega Man's two and three. I can't really decide. I, can't, I couldn't, I couldn't, I could not choose one over the other. Okay. What if I was gonna take dollop, dollop back to the the hairdresser unless you picked one? Don't do this to me. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, this is this is like I'm a my keys up. This is right a no now. win situation for me. <laughs> I don't. Can pocket. I have all three of these things, please? I really like all three of these things. <laughs> and I got one quick question. I got. A, I got. I, got, I thought. I thought. I read the question. I uh-huh. thought the answer. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it was James. What would be the most ridiculous gaming peripheral configuration that you would love to try? Like, it's not really a configuration, but one day, if it still exists, I don't think it does. But maybe it does. The gigantic Death Crimson gun is apparently in a museum somewhere in Japan. God, I really. That that can't have survived COVID, right? I don't know. There's it's so a many museum, arcades. Though. There's so many arcades closing down in Japan right now. I, I, yeah, I don't. And also, like this exhibit, like I've seen the pictures of it. They were all taken like in '98. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's like a tiny little CRT TV uh, with a Saturn bolted inside of this like ginormous, insane, you know, piece of plastic. That uh, in the picture is like a, a lady standing on like a chair or a riser, so she can get up to the point where she can move it around that just if that actually still existed that was a real thing still in japan somewhere boom that's yeah. the one for me it's still the goddamn game bike we just we just need to get a new bike you know it can't stay it can't stay snowy here forever grace yeah well they they have bikes at target right now like adult bikes usually just children's bikes mm-hmm. at our target yes that's the one thank you chef and the chat yeah yep that's uh, if that thing still existed. You know, after we're done with all the Zebo shit, I need to do my, and Cass will be down to help me out too. Do my big Death Crimson video that I know that probably wouldn't do well, but I was still like don't, a little, Derek, little, don't do this little passion project <laughs> for myself. No, <laughs> the only I I really feel like this is my white whale, and the only way that I that we will do a Death Crimson video is if we get to go to Japan and do the Death Saturn. Mm-hmm. That that is the only the only thing that I think will justify it. Let's we'll start like poking around people that are in Japan. Like, hey, is does anyone know if this still exists? Yeah, maybe your sister in law. We can like, if she's not doing anything for yeah. a little bit, we could be like, hey, I'll, I'll <laughs> she, give you. 20 well, bucks no she's going she's going to, back to japan to visit family grace i think she'll uh, be busy well if she needs i don't know if she wants to google while she's jet lagged yeah i can't imagine trying to explain that to my sister-in-law that like 
I, she's down. She's married to your brother. Yeah, she's down. But whenever like the, whenever things get too nerdy, I can just see like her eyes just, just glaze. She just retreats. She's like, body. huh? Yeah, sure. You know? That's how I feel whenever you talk about metal music and when other people talk about fighting games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like I'm out of here. So we talk about fighting games in this episode. So next time we'll talk nothing about metal. Perfect. Well, we'll yeah, we'll just get like we'll call some friends and just we'll all talk. About I want to make this happen. I'm, but metal, I, I have just, a metal podcast. No, the <laughs> the Death Crimson thing. I want to make this video happen, but I'm just putting it out there right now. That is the only way we'll make another Death Crimson video is if we actually get to go to Japan. Mm-hmm. All right. Wait, another Death Crimson? We haven't made a single Death Crimson. We talked video. about it once in, in one video in like one of the, the, the bad games we love. It's like gave it like five minutes yeah. of lip service. Yeah. It's Doesn't even enough. count. It's not even, that does not count. <laughs> No. That's good enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not. Until I can like dedicate a 19 hour flight. Well, then what it. happens in. Okay, what happens if we get the confirmation? Oh, yeah, that thing doesn't exist. It's in a warehouse somewhere and it's unaccessible. Yeah, I think then that's it. Then we make the video then. Then we know, then we can't make the video. No, that's part of the legs. That's part of the story. Maybe we figure out like how if we long could it was go on. there. Go to the warehouse where it's on display anymore. I'm talking yeah. about like, if like we, if, if we were able to actually go there, then and just yeah. stand in an empty room and be like, well, it used to used to be here. Sure. No. And then we actually go to the warehouse where it is. If we could do that, but it would probably be like a warehouse owned by the museum. They don't this just this let... really is a discussion we should have <laughs> not on the podcast. No, we're having it. No, right now. This you're putting me on the spot. Okay. This isn't meant to last. Grace. This is for right now. We talk about sometimes how Derek will do things and it's my job to say no. And this is one <laughs> of those times. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm not the fun one. I'm not cool. Mom. Mm-hmm. I'm mean mom. I also have to, you, you know, got, you got to edit some video. I also have to sh- shout you down too. And be, and be like, you know, <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes I get to be the silly one. Okay, well, hey, we do this podcast, Stop Skeletons and Podcasting. Okay. We do it the first and third Mondays of the month uh, with an asterisk. We do our best to, to do if if, if, if if real life happens and we have to, you know, switch around. Uh, so the next episode, though, is going to be on the 7th of March. Yeah, and then it'll come out on Tuesday slash Wednesday after yeah. that. <laughs> We're just going to take Jenner Marbles, sign off. New podcast every Tuesday slash Wednesday. (laughs) And uh, it will be post Elden Ring, so I'm sure we'll be talking about that. I'm very excited. And it will hopefully be post Zebo video released. released Yeah. Actually, it will definitely be. It'll it'll definitely definitely be post Zebo. If not, definitely be on the damn Patreon. For way too long. Yeah. (laughs) Get this baby out of me. (laughs) Let's go. I'm not pregnant. Yeah, I feel like though it's been we're approaching the fourth trimester with this damn video. Yeah, I'm done. Know? I'm done. Yeah, Get um, it out of my life. I never want to think about it again. <laughs> but thanks everybody for hanging out in the chat. Um we got to go, but we'll be back again on the 7th. Everyone stay powerful and uh good night. Say good night, Grace. Okay, good night. Good night. I want you to say good night, Grace. Good night, Grace. Yeah, it's a joke. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah, it's> jokes. <laughs> <laughs>